I'm Mike Bridenstine, and these guys fuck, and I have listened to Nuntake. I see you have a couple of AI topics in the show proper, but can we just start the uh, conversation today off with um, a philosophical conundrum for you and see if uh, sure maybe, yeah. maybe you can solve a problem. If, if we're concerned about AI taking away jobs, does that resolve like the ethical issue that a lot of people have with like taxation, taking taxes from the person that put in the labor to do it? Like if we essentially turn, well, you wouldn't pay a wage to a, a robot. So would the government compel a company to pay a robot wages so that they could tax them? <laughs> <laughs> like that's a that's going to be a huge problem if people are out of work then there's going to be a decline in taxable income yeah that's actually i hadn't really considered that but that's true yeah it took me saying um, something I mean, really dumb that i hadn't thought out fully <laughs> saying it out loud i mean i got that's why it doesn't work until i got the <laughs> generally news. speaking when technologies like this come around the um people do still find work or ways to be productive and, and generate income um, you know, they just have to move to a different field, do something else. This, I don't know, this could be different, in which case, I suppose the government would have to raise corporation corporate taxes mm. uh, to account for that loss of revenue. I'm sure just the, go back uh, to tariffs, just put tariffs on everything that's sold. Be like, fine, you guys are making <laughs> more money while well, we're taking, you know, a percentage off of that. Yeah, I mean, the, the really concerning part about AI is it has the potential to even further concentrate wealth in the, in the, the 1%, right? Because the 1% are going to be the people that have are, are running these factories or own these factories that are going to be turned into, you know, robot factories, essentially. Robot. Um, and then where's the rest of us? What's left for the rest of yeah. us, right? That, that pie gets uh, smaller and smaller. So, yeah, that is a concern for sure. Well, if you don't like pie, you can eat cake. <laughs> yeah sure or ice cream or creme brulee oh or... ice cream i wish i have a sound for chocolate chocolate chip i need to put that in the sound <laughs> chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> um okay can i just get you uh, do you have a question do you have anything in there about donald trump there's no headlines for him is there i don't think so no okay then can i just ask you this question then and we'll get started sure are you allowed to fly to scotland when you're facing felony charges <laughs> Uh, I mean, unless you're, yeah, yeah, you apparently are, you are apparently. Okay. I know when I was caught peeing into, um, like a home Depot bucket in between two dumpsters in an alley in downtown Detroit. Yes. You see how I like, I'm, I'm making start off high def and I zoom out and you're like, Oh, that was just the whole thing. It was just a Russian doll of bad things. It's a home Depot bucket between two dumpsters in an alley in downtown Detroit. Like it's all the same, yeah. just, you know, larger scale. Um, yeah, you get, tickets, you get tuckets for tuckets, you get Tucker, you get tickets for that. Um, <laughs> and, and I was lucky I wasn't registered as a sex offender, but I had a probation officer. I always want to say parole. I had a probation officer and I had to check with him before I flew to San Diego. Really? Yeah. But this motherfucker gets to just fly to Scotland. Just flies to Scotland. It, yeah, it's fine. Isn't it weird that CNN's going to like do a town hall with an accused felon? It's very bizarre. Such a weird world. Y'all let me in this damn house. Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. To the Friday Headlines Roundup edition of Not Take It, where every week my good friend Alan sneaks onto the show right under the wire and hands me a list of headlines and I read them to you. Oh, well, he does too. We, we talk them at you. 
because I listen to 13 hours of podcasts a day, and Alan watches three hours of cable news, so you don't have to. We like to say we're your antidote for mainstream media. It's a little cliche. We don't do hack, but, all right, you know, we grew up on radio. Can you blame me? Hey, before I forget, head over to slickitsdigital.com for all your SEO and marketing needs. Now that we got that out of the way, well, after you do that, go over to Fudgeable Non-Takens. Hey, Alan, guess what day it is? Oh, crap. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> I can do this. I can do it. There's plenty of time. Oh, I got all... I was playing jazz and it all fucked so, up. So, another Friday is upon <laughs> us. What'll you be doing, Smithers? Something gay, no doubt. What? What? You know, light-hearted, fancy-free. Mothers, lock up your daughters. Smithers is on the town. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, sir. Exactly, <laughs> sir. How you been, dude? I, I'm sure I'm great, I, I forgot I'm a number of things that we're supposed to say, but I think we can do the show anyways, right? I, I think it worked out. Got I think all it worked the good out. ones out. Okay. <laughs> How's it? You ready to do this? Yeah, I'm ready to do it, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I don't know. We got some small talk out of the way before the show. Someday when yeah. we finally charge for this, I guess people that pay can listen to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what you got first for me, bud? All right, so uh, a gunman killed one person and a wounded gunman? four others. Oh, a gunman. I'm sorry. I, I was gunman. feeling light, lighthearted, fancy-free. And right. I it's did, Friday. Yeah, I, um, <clears throat> I'm sorry. A gunman. Okay. A gunman killed one person and wounded four others at a medical building in Atlanta. Georgia police arrested the 24-year-old suspect after a search. Um, did you look at? Did you hear much about this story? Just the headlines. Okay. So he had an appointment at this uh, doctor's office where he ended up shooting. Um, he's a former Coast Guard, um, so veteran, <clears throat> and I guess he's had some mental health issues, and the Veterans Administration was refusing to issue him the drug that he wanted. I think it was Ad Adafan. Is that right? I don't know. That's a, or, that is the a drug. Was. I've heard those words. That is a word. Yeah. But I don't. Um, so according to his grandmother, who was actually with him at the appointment. Um, I don't know where she was when the shooting happened, but um, she was really upset. She said, you know, if, if they had just given him the drug to fix, you know, to get him stable again, that he probably this wouldn't have happened. Really? Um, yeah. So the police aren't saying anything. They're not saying anything about a motive or anything like that. But it sounds like that was the case, at least from his family. I guess that event's supposed to be for anxiety. I don't think that's the right word. Epilepsy. Is that for respiratory or something? Uh, uh, epilepsy. and uh, do not Oh, OK. Maybe it is that one. OK. okay. I think it was that event. OK. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say anything sympathetic about the VA. Um, sure. But I, I can I can tell you from um, someone that's in, engaged with them on the business side of things. Mm -hmm. It's just it's so fucking disappointing, man. Just it's it's what it's what you hear from the vets all the time. Like just everything's forgotten about. And then they scream at you until you give them something that they're demanding. And it's like, we've been trying to contact you to get this ball rolling and like, well, sorry, like somebody pissed, you know, somebody's higher up gets down on some middle manager and then they tell us what to do. It's like, we've been trying to get you to do this, but sure. We'll do it on a Friday afternoon. And like, I'm, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure vets have millions. I mean, it's, it's worse for the people that need the medical attention, but I mean, dude, what? I don't know. Um, the reasonable as fuck gun owner in me is like, why'd this guy bring his gun into a hospital? The gun owner in me is like, well, I don't know if you don't shoot anybody, you can bring your gun into a hospital. Um, I, that's so upsetting. I, he killed a bunch of medical workers, patients, medical workers. Yeah. He killed one person and wounded four others. Okay. Um, so yeah, I, I, I had a, a former Marine work for me once and I would hear all the time just the shit he would go through dealing with the VA. Um, yeah, it sucks, man. I mean, if, if we're going to send kids to war, we should take care of them. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, and then they undercut honestly. it. Yeah. Yep. And then the Biden administration leverages it for the um, the um, spending bill or whatever, the uh, debt ceiling stuff. Oh. And they're like, oh, yeah. well, your bill cuts off money to vets. I guess you guys are evil. It's like, that's a perfect distillation of it. I don't like their bill for their proposal, but like that's disingenuous and doesn't help. Uh, the, uh, which I've heard nobody talk about it, that angle on that, except thrash. So cheers to thrash and his, uh, his, uh, his new politogram. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Um, thrash libertarian on Instagram. Oh, I need to follow that. So yeah. I haven't done that yeah. yet. Give him a follow. Um, yeah. he said your reaction to that was perfect. <laughs> I was like, Oh, you know, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> okay. Funny. So you don't have anything on here about that guy on the subway in New York got choked out. Do you? I do not. Okay. I, I'm, I'm happy to hear that because I don't yet feel like I know what my opinion is on that. And I don't want to have to commit to anything on it. That mm -hmm. said, 
here, here's something I feel comfortable committing to. Um, I, and what I mean by that is all of the information I'm getting about that situation, every single source of it is trying to piss me off. Like I can just read it in the way it's being worded, the comments, mm -hmm. the people that the pages that I'm getting sent the information on it are, I didn't see the New York times, which I follow. I didn't see their take on it, but I saw people criticizing the New York times for downplaying it. So like, that's trying to like, give me a, a feeling and emotion, right? Sure. So, and, and then there's the other side of it where people are like, you know, this guy was acting like a lunatic. He was saying that he, he doesn't care if he dies. It's like, oh, okay, well then so Biggie deserved to die too. Cause he named his album that like, it just like, use your fucking brain, man. Like, but, but I don't like, I don't feel like I know enough about that. I know that I, I know that I don't think that he needed to be choked limp and, and I don't know how, how long into the 15 minutes he went limp. You see, this is the thing. I don't know. But like, if he went limp right away, you need to stop choking this person. Like, right. I, I also probably shouldn't be choking this person to begin with, but I don't know what led that person. I've been on some scary ass subway rides, man. Like there's some no, lunatics so out there. So like, I've never thankfully felt like I needed to get to that point. Be violent. Yeah, yeah. But like, and, and, but then the other thing is like the only description i'm getting of this person from anybody who's in defense of him is he's like he was dancing and you know it's like okay i don't i don't know i i think we need to give this a few days you I know mean, maybe i hopefully by the next big show we'll have some more opinions on this but i i just i hate i i want I, i'm not saying my opinion is no opinion i'm saying as a message anybody wants to listen to us talk i i think that it's not helpful in certain occasions when you notice that all of the forms of media you're getting about this or news you're getting about this are trying to elicit a response from you, it's a good idea to just back off on it for a while. Yeah, we just don't have all the facts now. Um, I mean, preliminarily, it looks like a, like somebody got murdered and the cops and everybody saw it happening and the cops let the guy. Yeah, go but that's what Rittenhouse um, looked like, too. And then that when that sorry. Indian guy was well, Native American guy was uh, drumming and the guy was mugging, mean mugging. Yep. him. that looks a certain yep. way, too. So it's like I just. I don't, I don't know, man. It's nothing's going to be hurt. If I wait a day or two to have an opinion on this. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Uh, All right. A bipartisan group of lawmakers introduced a, uh, the bipartisan restoration and mm, got it. Bipartisan <laughs> restoring faith in government act, which is lovely because it's not an acronym. So that's why it was hard for me. I was looking at, it, I was like, what word are they spelling? Uh, bipartisan <laughs> restoring faith in government act. So it's seeking to block members of Congress. We literally just talked about this on Tuesday. Uh, this, it's, uh, it's seeking to block members of Congress from trading stocks. The group notably includes uh, uh, AOC and Matt Gates. Yeah, not two people that typically find themselves on the same side of legislation. I just wonder if it's actually going to go anywhere. Like, Because <laughs> we've had this before, and then last minute it got killed. Really? Um, be because We've had this a, before? There's been a bill introduced similar to this. Was it recently? And I just, yes. no, oh, okay. Within the last year, I want to say, um, we talked about it on the show, I think. Um, and it got killed, um, it right at the last minute where it seemed like it had bipartisan support. Are you thinking and... of Yemen? No. Cause I know no, that happened just... with Yemen. <laughs> no, Pelosi was part of why it got killed. Oh, well. Obviously she has a lot to gain. Yeah. Um, I, it feels like the, the older members of Congress, um are like no we we like it the way it is and yeah the younger newer members of congress are like this is bullshit which is funny because that's um, the same demographic going on with uh what's her name um feinstein like mm, the older members yeah. are like look we can't kick her out just because she's old <laughs> and, and right. like and it's actually dude the they're trying to pass legislation to uh have like a code of ethics for the fucking court for the judges supreme court yeah it's yeah, yeah. weird that they have to pass that um the and though that nothing's going to get passed through that because guess who's on the the committee for that diane the feinstein. Judiciary committee? yeah, yeah diane feinstein. feinstein it's a like yeah. that's that's so yeah write whatever you want nothing's going to go through she's got old lady shingles if you think it's been bad for alan christ i feel bad for her <laughs> yeah, she's what she's 87? like 87 no that's not right 86 84 i don't know something starts with 80s. an eight. Oh, is it okay, yeah i think well, it's 86 man because okay. i think if she finished her she doesn't term, get 86 nine nice <laughs> Wait, no. um, <laughs> nice. why would that be nice? Um, I had another thought on that with the, uh, was it Scalia? So did you see this whole process was revealed where Scalia would have an intermediary 
contact uh, vacation spots. Uh, I think they're hunting trips and say, hey, you know, if you invite Scalia um, as a guest on your dime, he will totally accept that. And, you know, that'd be probably good for you to have a picture of Scalia here. And it's like, oh, totally. So then they do it. And then he doesn't have to call that a luxury vacation expense because he he can say he was invited. But yeah, but that's a whole. And that's. I did see that. I I saw that and I was like, how can I do this? I've got to find a way (laughs) that I could be able to do that because that sounds like the way to get free vacations. It does sound pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty cool perk if you can get it. You know what I'm saying? Listeners, if you've got an angle where anyone can do that, just let me know. Uh, (laughs) I won't tell anybody else too. So just keep it between me and you. We'll keep it, you know, keep it on the down low. All right. All right. A new law in Utah requiring pornography sites to verify the age of users using a digitized identification card went into effect, prompting many of the biggest adult content websites to block access in the state entirely. Um, One of the funny knock on effects, I think, I think, I read that maybe the number one Google search in Utah was like how to get a VPN to get around this. <laughs> so it looks like you're not in Utah. It's such a Utah thing to do though, right? To pass. Oh this yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, actually, no, I thought you were going to say it's such a Utah thing to do to, uh, to, um, um, try to get around it, to try to get around it. Cause I was like, yeah, oh, no. cause like, well, let me hold on though. I mean, if you dated a Mormon girl, I have They're not, right up no. there with Catholics. Like the back door doesn't count. Like it's not, not in the eyes of the Lord. Like of course the the Mormons are the ones that came up with a workaround. Also, I was unaware. Uh, yeah, well, you know, that's <laughs> what I heard. Hi, Tosh. Oh, damn uh, it. <laughs> Go on, say something. <laughs> I don't have anything. Oh, else. well, did you, well you know what? Went, like the, of all the sites, there was a. Uh, that Pornhub was like, nope, we're out of this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's going to upset some people. Oh, when yeah. They, when yeah. They Don't listen that. on speakerphone and your roommates won't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, my turn. Um, the yes. U.S. Surgeon General issued a public health advisory on loneliness, calling it an epidemic. Oh, this is infuriating. Oh, I hadn't <laughs> read this one before. This is one. I just need to take a fucking breather. Um, oh, my goodness. Oh, this touches a lot of bases. Okay. A US, the U.S. Surgeon General issued a public health advisory on loneliness, calling it an epidemic <laughs> with effects that increase the risk of premature death to levels comparable to smoking daily, which I'm sure is much more deadly than COVID. <laughs> Fucking cunts. Wow. A G. I wonder what contributes to loneliness. Maybe being locked in your house for three fucking years. Okay. I'm exaggerating. Clearly I I've lost all of my credibility. Okay. God damn it. Can you say what I was saying, but better and more reasonably? Well, I mean, clearly, and it's been going on since before the pandemic. I get that. I'm not sure. Okay. Sure. But the pandemic definitely accelerated it because people were forced to stay in their homes. They couldn't go out, couldn't go to restaurants, bars, gyms. Uh, they were working from home. So they didn't have any connection at, at the office either. Um, and for some people, you know, life still hasn't really returned to what was quote unquote normal prior to the pandemic. Um, yeah, the knock on effects, and we've talked about it before, is, you know, the knock on effects for that lockdown, the impact it's going to have on kids that, that live through it, um, you know, the social skills, the, the, just the, their ability to, you know, be work in social settings and, you know, like they would in school normally. All of that, man, it's, it's going to have a, we're huge just, we're cunts to each other now. Like we were, we were bad before and we're like, there's so much road rage and like people screaming at each other. Yeah. It happens to me on the road well, and all, all the time. And all the stuff Probably of like, me. you go to the wrong house and knock on yeah, the door and someone right, shoots you. Right. You go walk up to the wrong car, you get shot. Like, I think that's also, you know, but like, you know, it's true too. And you're like, it'd be one thing to be like, well, those are three news stories. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but it, 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 it matches to what your experiences are. I mean, you work with customers or people more rude than they used to be. Do they seem to be, maybe you shouldn't answer that. Uh, I would say that people are, are more rude. I would also say that people are just kind of some, I, I see a lot more people behaving what I would call strangely. Yeah. Um, where they yes. just seem a little bit like, uh, because like anytime you try to like compress something, it augments its shape and it comes out in another way. So like people are like just expressing themselves in strange ways that we're not used to as a result of this epidemic of loneliness. That's sad. I like that. It, I mean, I don't like that. I like that it's being, um, it's not being ignored. Um, it kind of feels 
Oh, this is going to be bad. It feels Japanese. I said it. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's very sad. And I think that um, there are a lot of, I mean, we see suicide rates increasing. We see deaths of despair increasing, people overdosing on, on drugs and alcohol more often. Um, that's all connected to this. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it is pretty rough. To have the Surgeon General actually come out and talk yeah. about it as if it's a medical condition is, is quite a thing. I yeah. Think. Yeah. All right. You're, uh, Moving on. Yeah, your turn. The Writers Guild of America launched a strike for the first time in 15 years after last-minute negotiations failed to produce a new contract with Hollywood Studios. Uh, Late-night TV shows have already shut down at this point um, because they they have to have writing daily. Um, So, I I mean, I'm with the writers here. You know, I think, I mean, Hollywood makes a shit ton of money, and the writers are what drives everything. I I think it was Burke. A.P. Burke had a post today talking about, yeah, A.T.P. Burke, about, like, look, you know, the writers, you can have a child actor. You don't have child writers. There's a reason for that. It takes skill. Um, and, you know, a lot of the people behind the scenes that make your favorite shows funny, you will never know their names. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it's, I mean that's, that's, that's why so many shows are so awful because you're like, these actors are terrible. It's well written, but I can't watch this dog shit. Like that's a right. like that's a that's a type of TV that I don't watch that people love. Right. Like I'm not watching Sheldon to save my life. I'm sure it's funny. <laughs> the writers not. did a good job, but I'm not right. watching this co- bad concept. Like, <laughs> sure, um, but I'm sure they have great writers too. No, that's um, but yeah, I'm yeah. I'm 100% with the writers. I, I think um, Seth. What's his name for the Seth Tonight Show? Rogan. No, Seth Myers. Myers. Seth Myers. Yeah, yeah. He he came out and he was like, "Look, you know, I, I'm I'm sad that I'm not gonna be able to do a show for you guys, but I'm I'm staying with the writers as well." So, yeah. um, I think that's good to see. Yeah. Uh, on the upside, we don't have to watch Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> right. You don't have to, anyways. No, that's have, true. Yeah. Nobody ever made me. You can I, make a choice. I actually forgot that he did a show still. <laughs> All right, uh, my turn. Yes. President Biden and uh, South Korean President Yoon Suk Yeol announced uh, just nice. yeah thank you uh, announced closer uh, closer it's not closer right it's closer closer okay just making sure okay closer nuclear deterrence okay serious <laughs> time uh, the president of uh, South Korea and then our our dear leader uh, announced closer nuclear deterrence and response plans in the Korean Peninsula, including the U.S. docking a nuclear armed submarines in the region. So this is the second we've deployed a nuclear submarine to near Iran, I believe, too, recently last week. And now we're saying we're Just putting some case. over there. Um, I don't know. I, I guess, you know, with with uh, North Korea doing more and more saber rattling, that it makes sense that we do this. It just seems like an escalation that can be concerning. Do you, um, I wonder if you've had this thought. I've kind of been in my head referring to the last few years and hopefully the next couple as the pre-war years. Oh God. I had not been doing that. No. Cause we didn't think of it as pre COVID before COVID, but like in your head, there's a pre COVID era. And I sure. wished that at the time I like was like, this is the pre COVID era. This is wonderful. Like I'm, I'm really trying to like enjoy this, these pre-war years. And like, so that later on I can be like, well, at least I was aware and I like appreciated it at I least mean, i had a good time you know, and i focused the on it like falling. it was focused yes yeah exactly yeah it wasn't just passive. i saw i saw a clip on instagram of a comedian today saying uh he was looking forward to world war three because he's in so much debt the only way that he'll, he'll ever get out of it is if <laughs> the whole world melts down <laughs> that's pretty funny actually uh that's good yeah all right your turn uh, Russia set it down two drones over the oh, Kremlin, shit. claiming the aerial vehicles were part of a Ukrainian attempt to assassinate President Putin. Jeez. Russia said no one was injured. They also said Putin wasn't even there. And now, uh, from He's hiding in read, his bunkers. People are, yeah, people are saying that it was likely uh, actually Russians that put the drones up there because they wanted to uh, essentially uh, use it as propaganda. Because uh, there's no way that Ukrainian drones could have even gotten Are you saying far. it was a false flag? And Abraham Lincoln was a crisis actor. You couldn't have, like, took my hand over to the button easier, and I still felt like I thought of that. <laughs> like, once you were nodding your head, you're like, yes, Dustin. I said it slowly so that you could take it. Yeah. That is exactly what I'm saying. Oh, yes. my God. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I mean, it's, um, so, so, I mean, we say that. I, I don't, I don't worry about the big bad ones as much, but still, like, total war non-nuclear conventional total war is going to be hell i mean even if we get to 
live in isolation from it somewhat, it's it's going to be the only thing is where's going to where's Russia going to launder its money if it destroys all of our our countries. Mm, fair point. Fair yeah. point. Um, that that video you sent me on YouTube, that guy talking about like, yeah, we call it World War One and World War Two as if there were never any major wars prior to that when there were shit tons of wars that we don't even talk about. And a lot of people in the West aren't even aware of, you know, the, the, he, the he talked about the Chinese and, Civil War. That was the one with the guy. I stopped watching that clip because I was like, oh, I know this. I got to get back to work and stop playing on the Internet. <laughs> that was was he talking about the one where the guy said he was Jesus's brother? Uh, he didn't get into that detail. I don't but that was that, that that was that war, right? It was like millions of people died. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people. Um, and if you look at conf the history, you know, yeah, the last 200 years, uh, conflict has just been constant. We've actually had a, a pretty, the last pretty mellow point been... for the last 70, 80 years yeah, or so. Yeah. Um, but prior to that, it was just, you know, war all the time everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. yeah modernity is nice, but um, just it's extremes when they the hot. Flashpoints well, are more destructive and gruesome. And the, and the problem is that as we continue to deglobalize, the likelihood of returning to you know something like prior to, to the yes. conclusion of World War II seems more and more likely. Yes, yes. Which is, that's concerning. Consequences. I mean, people have to be concerned with the consequences, right? I mean, there's some kind of deterrence at some point. This is what we said pre-Russia. This is what we said pre-invasion of Ukraine, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It is. All right, all right. It's, it's not logical. Did you? Uh, oh, actually, this next headline here. Uh, my turn. Yes. Research moving into science and technology. Okay, cool. I think I had a thought that reminded me of another headline. It happens to be this headline, which feeds well into my theory. Uh, researchers found a method to non-invasively translate brain activity into a continuous stream of text for the first time. They used an AI-based decoder with an fMRI, fMRI uh, readings and demonstrated the concept's viability. So they put a human into an fMRI and had an AI translate the brain activity into words and then compare it to what the person was thinking. Mm -hmm. And it matched. It, and it was like, hey, yeah, you can copy my homework, but change the words around. It was literally, it was like, these are the same ideas, just different word choices to express that. So essentially the AI that was used was ChatGPT1. So the first iteration of, of ChatGPT, you could imagine that if they used the, the more recent, it might be even better. Um, but yeah, it, it's designed to pick up on concepts. It's not designed to pick up on exact words. So uh, for instance, there was like, I think one person was saying like, um, I lost my driver's license and the AI converted that to the, they never learned to drive or like um, I can't are, find my wallet or something like that. Right. Exactly. Um, so, uh, there it was pretty accurate, actually kind of disturbingly accurate. The, the AI was trained specifically on the individuals. Um, and it uses the same method as chat GPT, where it's just trying to predict the next word or the next concept that it's coming up with. Um, if you use that same AI to try and interpret somebody else that it wasn't trained on, it didn't work at all. Um, so it had to be individually trained on the person. The problem with fMRI is typically is that there's such a lag in the time between um, the sensors picking up brain activity and when it actually displays and, and then what you can do with it, uh -huh. that there's like a 10 second lag. It's a bit impossible to, to use it for something like this. But the AI is able to, to deal with that lag and still predict what the person is oh, thinking. Jesus. They had people watch they had people watch movies like short videos and the AI, so they're not even, they're just watching the video and the AI could pr accurately predict what was happening on the screen. Um, Dude, they could it, like a movie reviewer could watch a movie and just be like, turn this into how I would write something yeah, and what my exactly. feelings were and like what, wow, man. It's pretty creepy technology, dude. This is the first time. I mean, Elon's been trying to do stuff like this for a while. Sure. This is a killing monkeys, killing like, monkeys. Really, They've always had to use like invasive things or like actually yeah. sensors that were yeah, this is non-invasive. Yeah, this right. is non-invasive. You're just yeah. sitting in the fMRI machine. And don't they have like it's a big uh, balaclava that they're going to try to use? That's the next thing. So it's it's not going to be an MRI, but it's still non-invasive. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty wild, man. It really feels like we made contact with a new species and we just haven't realized that yet. Right. Do you mean like the AI is a new species? The whether you say it's sentient or conscious or not, like it, it can be an unconscious 
living thing somehow. I not, not living thing. It's different. Like it's like a new form of, I, I don't want to use the word life, but a new form of expression. And it just, it feels like a new species. It feels like, it feels like we can't describe it because it, it's un it's so unknown to us, but like it's mm-hmm. communicating with us. Yeah. I feel so that's the hard problem of consciousness, right? Is how do you tell when the lights are on? Um, and we can't answer I don't feel that. like I don't feel like we're there yet, but at some point I mean Sam always says uh, something like um it doesn't matter if you're a machine made of meat or a machine made of silicon, it at some point you should be able to do the same thing. Um Right. And then if it's doing the same platform. thing and it's not distinguishable from reality then what's the difference anyways exactly um exactly sir yeah actually you know what let's skip to this other headline i'm not done Um, oh sorry do you want to hear do you want to hear you want to hear my you want to hear a smoked out thought i had when i was looking at this earlier (laughs) oh please i I, I did see this not on this headline but when i was looking at a story about this um because thrash sent it to me too it was like a mo news thing about Mm -hmm. it um okay so I know you're going to say this sounds smoked out. So I already took that from you. You've got to come up with a more creative way to insult me. Uh, You know how like the closer and closer we get to understanding like the true nature of consciousness or meaning or love, et cetera. Um, Mm -hmm. These hard questions of, of life, the meaning of life. Uh, The more it seems to just like, not, not make sense. Maybe not make sense, but it's not, like something that you can explain like into a formula and then it just mm-hmm. like confuses us more, like even more and more from answering it. Like the closer we get, the more confused we get from answering it. Yeah. It, isn't that yes. how you would design a simulation so that when people start to try to figure out the what's and how's of things, they just get so confused. They can't do it. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's wild. And isn't it that's weird that wild. I was thinking about this and it was the next topic earlier. Yeah, so I yeah, I heard huh? that um they're planning to insert uh AI into games like The Sims. Uh-huh. Um the Sims? And so Sims, not Sims. <laughs> Just going to So Sims. that so that each each um NPC in a, in The Sims game would actually have like a ChatGPT sort of oh, AI. Oh yeah, yeah, every I mean with. every I've, that's what I've heard is like every um every game that has like characters to interact with is going to include this now. Right. And then, so the guy was saying, well, if we do that, and then what happens when they wake up and then they're in a simulation and then we've created the simulation and then, but, but what if we're already in a simulation? That's like, the whole theory. Like, <laughs> I know, we've I fucking know. proven, like we went from like, hold on, I got to set you down and start with a bunch of first principles. But by the end of this, you can understand what simulation theory is and not think I'm being silly. And that was like, what, two years ago, five years ago. And now we're like, yeah. look, we did it. Like it's happening. <laughs> like the proof that you can do it is already here. It's, like, it's here. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, it's wild. Like um, all right, right, so let me go to this text headline. Yeah. I'm going to skip. Yeah. I'm going to skip five and go to six. Um, okay. Artificial intelligence pioneer Jeffrey Hinton. Everybody left shared to, this. I didn't see the. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Left Google to talk publicly about the dangers of AI, noting that Google acted very responsibly, but he wanted to speak freely. So this guy was sort of considered like one of the, the grandfathers of AI. He really pioneered um, neural fact. networks, which was a way of Four, sort five, of simulating five. the way humans think. Yeah, because uh, everybody with, was trying to do like module. Mo, I don't remember the word. They were trying to do different like simulations of. of what like re- brain activity and he was just like no you just need large language right was that he right? was like he was saying well like like we need to use layers the same way neural networks right. neurons work in the brain yeah um and for a while a lot a very long time it there was really not much progress and then you know recently all of a sudden it's sort of taken off um and yeah so he he left google again he said he's not saying that he left because google was you know, suppressing him or he felt like Google was being unethical in any way. He just said that, look, I want, he wanted to speak his mind about how he felt about AI. He didn't feel that like he could do that effectively while still working at Google. Well, because so he felt like if he did that, he would look like he's saying what Google wants him to say, which right. I think is the, is the subtlety of that, that most stories covering this, like the first time I saw this, I was like, 
there's been a lot of people in this space warning us. Like this is just the 30th guy. Yeah. He's an important mm-hmm. guy, but like I've, I believed the other people that warned us. Like I didn't, this guy saying it doesn't mean anything to me. And then once I saw the other headlines and they're like, no, he left Google because Google wouldn't let him say what he wanted to say. It's like, Hey, no. that's not no. the way I understand that. Yeah. It's like, right. he, he, just, he doesn't he want to say, he doesn't want to warn us and have it sound like, well, that's just the Google employee, you know, sure. just giving us the line. Yeah. Sure. 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 Anyway, so I thought that was interesting. Uh, we should go back and do that Alzheimer's. Oh, okay. Uh, a new Eli Lilly Alzheimer's treatment. Donanimab. 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 That's what I said the first time. <laughs> All right. Uh, mm, <laughs> fuck me. Uh, it slowed down the rate of cognitive decline in patients by 35% in a late, don't laugh, in a late stage. Hey, Alzheimer's runs in my family. I mean, it was, oh. it was my stepdad's dad. Jeez, you don't think you don't think it's contagious in that way, right? I I wouldn't imagine so. No, I don't think so. Uh, I'm being silly. So Uh, and and to be serious, that was a horrible thing to watch him go through. Um, Oh, I I I, Alzheimer's is terrible. I've um, not had it impact any uh, of my close family members, but I've seen other people have it impact. Um, Somebody that worked for me, her mom went through it. Um, it was just horrible. I mean, to, to watch somebody decline mentally who had been so acute just, you know, a short time before, uh, it's the biggest fear. Any, that whole category is just the biggest fear that it happens at an age where like, you're not, you haven't, you don't feel like you've accomplished. I mean, it's never going to be an age where you're happy with it, but you get what I mean? Um, so this is massive. This is the, the only uh, clinical trial that I've seen get anywhere near successful in in trying to treat this disease. Um, it, it effectively removes the plaque on your neurons, which causes what they believe causes, um, Alzheimer's so much so that it, it, there's like a not traceable amount left. Like you can't even. Yes. Yes. And then the other things that they were talking about was like the lack of cognitive decline, but there were people in the, uh, sample group, the non, um, the control group, the control group. Thank you. That were, they, they had, um, that didn't have cognitive decline either. So like all that, but it was a smaller percentage. It was a smaller percentage, but all that means is in a year or 18 months in this case, in an 18 month study, you didn't have any progression. Right. 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 So there was also, so that, that can also happen. Right. Naturally. Yeah. Right. But I mean, if you can take the drug and you have a higher percentage of that happening, I think it makes sense. Yes. And it was only a 1.8% chance of brain bleeding and death. You're right. That's what I was going to say. There were some negative side effects, including what you said, microhemaging and stuff. There were a few patients who did die. It's only like um, one in 50, though, Alan. Calm down. <laughs> I mean, if 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 you put me in this spot and I'd I I'd be willing have, to try it. And that's the whole point, right? Is the FDA get the fuck out of the way and let people try it if they want to. I would take my chances with, you know, with 5% chance of, you know, sure. killing me to, a, you know, a 35% chance of it, it stopping the Alzheimer's from progressing. Yeah. I, I mean... That, if that's the math, I'll, I'll take the drug if, if I'm in that position. I, I mean, think I have an idea of, I think we have an idea, we both might have an idea of who some of the, there was a, it was a trial, right? So there was humans that took it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I have an idea of somebody who was in the trial group. I was going to put him in uh, foot. Did, did I walk up to that too slowly? <laughs> you did. I'm sorry. I saw it coming from yeah. my way. <laughs> chaco, 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 chip. chaco chip. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Oh, I didn't. All right, moving into yeah. econ. Let's see, anything else there? No, no, I was just looking at my soundboard. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this first one, another bank, again, uh, PacWest. Another bank? Confirmed it's in talks with potential investors and partners after shares of the mid-sized California-based bank fell over 35%. PacWest, I don't even know that one. Apparently it's based in LA. I thought you might. I had never no. heard of it either. Yeah. Um, Following news, it is exploring strategic alternatives. PacWest said it has not seen out of the ordinary deposit flows after the collapse of First Republic, although they have seen some. But it seems to not be anywhere near what you know Silicon Valley Bank. Right, because those Republic deposit flows are going to chase. Um, yeah. So, what pe- if anything, people are leaving. Con- Pac- I'm, I'm sorry. Strategic alternatives. The word strategic doesn't have to be there. This just makes them sound smart. They're just looking for <laughs> alternatives. So I mean, the concern is just the the precipitous drop in their in their stock price. Um, they're not it appears at least they're not any danger of being like insolvent or anything like that. Uh, people are just worried because of what's happened in the banking sector already, and then now that they're looking to try and maybe um, sell themselves to a, a larger bank is concerning. So um, I don't know. I, 
these things have seems like they reach a tipping point and just like flip uh very quickly sometimes like what happened people, with first republic people panic right yeah yeah so we'll and see what happens here I mean, by you the time, are right to want to get your money out sure and i guess they have similar type customers where they have a lot of customers who have uh deposits that exceed what the fdic insures um so obviously those are the first people to leave because they're worried about losing their money because even if you keep your customers and your customers get smart and like take out everything above that threshold and put it into another bank that's gonna that lowers your deposits yeah like you have less cash available as a bank yep and then you can't lend it and can't do other stuff with it so and how do you make money and on balance with like in terms of number of customers everything stays static and you still lose money right i wonder this i've never heard of this bank i wonder if it's one of these banks that popped up during the pandemic or something that would be a weird mm, time. I have no it. idea. All I know is based in Southern California. All right. All right. Uh, the U.S. economy grew. Do you want to do this one? Yeah. Okay. U.S. economy grew at 1.1% annualized rate in Q1 2023. Expectations were 2%, and it's down from 2.6% in Q4 2022. The slowing growth appears to reflect impact from Fed rate hikes as it tries to tame inflation. Uh, rates went up another 25% today. Oh, next headline. Can I just say that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, what was I going to say? Yeah, rates are five to five point two five. We have uh, Jerome Powell, who was tricked into thinking he was talking to <laughs> Zelensky, saying that he he believes that the economy is probably going to go into either a, a mild recession or at best, essentially flat, um, or the rest of the of twenty twenty. That's so funny. Like we have an interview where Jerome Powell shared some interesting information, and it was a fucking dupe. It was a hoax. Interview. Yeah, hoax. That, don't you? The good reality would mean the both of those were deep fakes, right? Like, is there any chance that that Powell said that was him? Huh? He was like, "Oops, you got me." Yeah. No, he admitted God it. Damn. He admitted it. Um, <laughs> we might have some fun sounds on the uh, next uh, Wednesday show. Um, I saw a tweet. Some guy called Alex Jones and Fuck. used a bunch of Tucker Carlson like soundboard quotes to Tucker. talk to him. And uh, and then Alex Jones found out about it, got really pissed off. It's kind of blown up into this huge thing. So uh, he's supposed to post it on YouTube, I think, this week. So we should have. Hopefully, it's funny. I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure it's gonna uh, be great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Nicotine we might even try to have mind. that guy in the. Sorry. We might even try to have that guy on the show. We but... should. Yeah, I bet he's getting a lot yeah. of requests. We should ask. Did you see who else I asked on the show recently? I. <laughs> It occurred to me that the man's a total whore and he never says no to an interview. So I was like, see if John Bolton's press secretary or press. And he knows a lot about coups. I know. know. So. Thrash was like, ask him about the coups. I'm like, I'm, I don't care if it, like, it'll be what I say. I'll ask that question when I'm ready for him to hang up. Like, of course. I'm yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I was on. thinking the same exact thing. Let That's me just check We're on the, the same page. Nope, no response. Still no response. All right. <laughs> uh, so as you said, yeah, the Fed raised rates uh, 0.25%. Uh, they're saying it's probably, they signal that that may be the end of it for now. Um, so maybe next meeting we won't see that. Uh, the, the European Central Bank also raised their interest rates by a quarter. But they just started, percent. right? Like they only started a year ago or six months ago. Yeah, they're behind us. We're at 5%. They're at 3 Um So, hey, you know, go buy some shit and... Yeah, yeah. In, in the EU. Commit some arbitrage. Um, all right, my turn. No, I did that yeah. last. Well, I did. I did both of those. Alan, your turn. Treasury Secretary Yellen warned that the U.S. could run out of cash to satisfy all of the government's obligations by June first if Congress does not raise the debt limit. President Biden subsequently invited congressional leaders to the White House for talks. Um, we already talked about the bill that the Republicans uh, passed. In the House, um, you know, saying we'll we'll raise the debt ceiling, but only with these massive cuts, which seems like it's a debt on arrival. Um, it's not going anywhere. Um, but hopefully, they can negotiate something. And we but if don't they negotiate anything, doesn't a House Republican go up and say, "Mr. Speaker, we want you to lose your job"? Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. it does negotiating trigger that. I think so. That would because be all it bad takes... strategically, though, right? Like, aren't they? Wouldn't they be good enough as a team to like just say, like, look? If we get this through, maybe they vote him out later. Yeah, that's what they'd do. It would get signed, and then they'd vote him out for doing that. That's going to yes. be the ultimate Republican move. They're going to back him through it getting signed and be like, okay, but we still hate you. <laughs> <laughs> and then who's next? Who's the next speaker? I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, him, it would just go back to a vote, and he'd get it again. I think that's what they do. That actually would be hilarious. It's the most British thing possible. Just <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you said we couldn't have a parliament. We give you the house. <laughs> that would be very funny. Uh, all, right. all right. We have in other news. Oh, yeah. I couldn't uh, read any of these. 
You said, do we dare talk about this? I think I already this, this was. Oh, okay. This is an ugly story. Um, I don't want to talk man about it... this. Yeah, let's not. Okay, good. Yeah, let's Wait, talk. no, let's talk uh, about it. Do we dare talk about uh, this? <laughs> I don't know. I thought you said no. And then I, I, well, it's I icky. I don't like it, but... Of course. I, come on. Oh, let's just say the headline at least. All, All right. right. So a man in, in Quebec um, was arrested for using uh, AI to make deep fake child pornography, essentially, um, where he was taking videos, uh, other abuse videos, and superimposing other people's faces on them. They also really? A, a lot of Wait, so he was taking existing videos and superimposing yes. real humans onto yes. it? Real and. Oh, dude. Okay. The whole reason I had this on here was because in my mind, I was like, if this guy's using computer generated that looks oh, real, isn't this no. like a good alternative for these, these people that exist? Like the ideal world, we could find them, put them all on an Island and test nukes there. But like, the, like <laughs> since we can't, you know, hopefully we can help them to not abuse people by having something that doesn't cause any abuse to create. And they could use as some kind of outlet, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know if that, I, I, I don't, that, I don't, I feel like that doesn't like they need to hurt someone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah. This is an icky topic, but it yeah. I, so he was using existing. I don't. Yeah. We're abuse we're stuff. We're yeah. Good. Uh, he also, they found a, a lot of other actual, uh, material. On I'm his, good. Uh, I'm good. Here. He's, he's, he's put away for a long time. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. That was cool. anyways. All right. Uh, Washington post article about, uh, there was a picture taken of, uh, at a press conference where Biden had like this little cheat card where it had a reporters actually had their headshot, had their name. It had a, a pronunciator for how to say the, the uh, reporter's name um, and then had had some uh, detail on what well, essentially what questions this reporter might ask and, and what he would say about it. The reporter they, and he picked that on, reporter. Oh, huh. He picked the reporter, and the reporter essentially asked the question that was on the card, and then he answered it. Wait, you um, said essentially. Was it like word for word what was on his It was card? not word for word. It was pretty damn close, though. Okay. So well, if it's I, not word for word, wouldn't they just, like, look, it's not a surprise that the administrations have close relationships with their preferred news agencies. Sure. And have for and I mean, that's just like, been just, yeah. I, I'm not surprised that... Our president with, I'm sure he has no cognitive, that, that Mr. Um, I was going to put him in, uh, foot, foot. was like, is given a sheet that's going to give him likely questions from different reporters. It's like this, this topic, these are the topics of the day. These are the questions you're probably going to, I'm sure they could guess what these agencies are going to ask them. Yeah. So I'll tell you. So what what's, what the card said was, how are you squaring your domestic priorities like restore reshoring semiconductor manufacturing with the alliance based foreign policy? Dude, that and is question, really worded as a question. Wow. OK. The question the reporter actually asked was your top economic priority has been to build up U.S. domestic manufacturing and competition with China. But your rules against expanding chip manufacturing in China is hurting South Korean companies that rely heavily on Beijing. Are you damaging a key ally in the competition with China to help your domestic politics ahead of the election? So not exact words, but pretty goddamn close. And it's um, almost like they submitted the questions to the White House first, and then she was allowed to use whatever words she wants. So so what they said was... Like a Tonight Show, yeah. where they're like, what do you want to talk about tonight? All right, cool. You got a movie coming out? All right, well, tell us a story sure. from your childhood. Yeah. So what they said was staffers at the um, the press department in the White House will go around and talk to reporters and try to get a sense of what things they might oh, be interested in talking okay. about, uh -huh. and then kind of provide that information to oh, presidents. This is like so what hypnotists or what uh, mentalists do, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, and that's a practice that's been going on forever, and it's not even that surprising that they would do that. Obviously, you want to try and get ahead of it. It's like, what are they thinking about? Um, that doesn't mean that the uh, some of the reporters. Um, said, yeah, they'll, they'll ask us, but that doesn't mean I'm necessarily going to say that question. If something else comes to my mind, I, I might ask a different question. I'm not telegraphing everything I'm going to say. Um, so, but that doesn't, you know, I don't know. I, I don't think it's as big a deal as people are trying to make it out to be. That's I think it's not a big deal. I think that it, it, I think that it's not a big deal in the way that people want it to be, but I think it's still a big deal to say that it turns out we can pretty much guess what they're going to ask. And I think that has more to do with the relationship than I think it has as much to do with their relationship with those agencies than it does um, what you described, how they go around and read the room and everything, especially well, and having also, a card for our 
you know, cognitively declined president. Also, these reporters are well known by the people that work in, in the White House. Um, and these reporters have a track record. They write stuff every day or often that's published publicly. Yeah, uh, so you yeah. can get an Chat idea GBT of the things the that a reporter that cares predict, about and yeah. might ask you about. Right. I mean, that's not too hard to do. Right. So yeah, not entirely surprising. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to skip this one. Do you want to talk about Gitmo or do you want to talk about DeSantis? DeSantis? I don't know. I feel like. I just keep, this is like that um, subway case, except like on there's information overload on it. Like, I feel like all the stories on this are just dunking on one side or the other. Like did, so what's the source? This is Washington Post. I couldn't read it. Um, yes. So Disney's lawsuit. Yeah. Tell me. Okay. So um, we all know, I, I believe the, um, so the Santa's administration uh, removed uh, Disney's special tax uh, status um, after Disney came out against the quote unquote, don't say gay bill, uh, that DeSantis yeah. had passed. Yeah. Um, now he can, he's been claiming that he did that just because, well, you know, Disney had this special, you know, dispensation that wasn't fair. We needed to get rid of that. Um, it was always it discretionary right now. That's fine. You can say that, but if in your book, you brag about how you went after Disney because they went after your don't say gay bill and that you were going to show them, then suddenly you're violating a company's free speech did because that you're saying book? that you retaliated against the company because of what they did said specifically about your legislation. And this, he said it multiple times in the book, this, in his own book. This phrase gets so, used a lot, but this is, this is at least writing down the quiet part very loudly, right? Right, right. What is it on uh, under? Uh, what is it? Underworld podcast. They always say, uh, "Don't don't put your crimes on Instagram because it yeah. will be used against yeah. you." I mean, this is this is worse than that. He wrote a fucking book and admitted wow. like there's lines I mean, in the how book. How is there not like, more more on this? I feel like I don't. I haven't heard that before. Wow, wow. Yeah. So that's there. They literally have quotes from his book that they're using as evidence in their lawsuit against DeSantis, claiming that it was retaliatory and violated violated their First Amendment. So then, now we talked about how their Disney used some legal loophole to get the upper hand on the new board, and then they were able to install their own board and basically keep every all the provisions that they previously right. had. But you know, we just figured the power of the state's going to crush that, and I. I feel like I I've seen things about that. That's what I stammered about at the beginning of this topic. Mm. What what's going on there? Do you do you have any more insight on that? That's still it's it's being litigated. Uh, That's what's so being litigated is whether or not. Yes. Okay, all right. I feel like yeah. Disney's going to win. I think so too. Especially well, this is an own goal. It is, but okay. So when they're at the correspondence dinner and everybody's like, "You got beat by a mouse. You got beat by a mouse." That it hasn't happened yet. It's not over yet. Okay. No. All right. Well, there's I a reason coming, why I didn't though. believe any of that stuff that I was hearing. Okay. Um, yeah, Can I just it. briefly talk yeah. about the Gitmo thing real quick? Yes. It kind of annoyed me. Yeah. Um, so I'll just briefly explain it. So essentially what the story is, is that for a long time, the U.S. has tried certain individuals in Guantanamo because they believed that because it was offshore, the Constitution wasn't in effect there. And so they could uh, – the, the, the people on trial didn't have the same rights they would have if they tried them stateside. Um that seems like now, a loophole. And then what? That you, seems, just, you just have to ask for special permission to bring someone there. I, you can just—they can just take them there. And so that's been very legally like questionable. Now what they're starting to do is they built this um, this building in I think it's Virginia somewhere, maybe West Virginia. And they've called it um, Guantanamo, like a like no. remote. So what they're doing is they're having people testify. Campus. They're having people testify stateside while the defendant is in Guantanamo Fuck and they're off. just streaming it live to Guantanamo and saying, well, it's still happening there. So we don't have to worry about due process. Uh, it's a whole little loophole they're trying to exploit. And it's like, hey, hey, that makes no Mormon. sense. So they should still have to fly down there if they're going to go right. through that. And so they're saying, well, how are, you know, because the judge is supposed to evaluate whether these people are being truthful, et cetera. Um, how are they? Obviously, it's much easier to do that in person than via a Zoom call or whatever it is. Um, yeah, so but you could do anything is... over a Zoom call. During the pandemic, I know someone who got divorced over Zoom. I've, I've heard that and, too. Yeah. And like the best part was that when you go into court, you go into like a waiting room and it's like divorce court. So it's just a bunch of people in a waiting room that are getting divorced, right? Mm -hmm. And just like Zoom, when you're waiting for your window, your Zoom call to open, you sit in a waiting room and it's just a waiting room online. Of a bunch of people right. getting divorced, and you have to have your cameras on because it's court. 
<laughs> Isn't that hilarious? That is pretty hilarious. Okay, Wasn't sorry. there a guest on Brido's show that had gone through that? I feel like uh, there was. No, that was, I was telling the story from something else, so not that. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Anyways, so yeah, it's it's kind of a bizarre little loophole. I don't I don't know that even having them on, on Guantanamo, on, on essentially U.S.-occupied soil, allows them to evade due process anyways. But uh, anyways, it's a whole thing. Um, should we get into media? Yes. I finally watched Top Gun Maverick. Nice. I turned on Prime and it was right there, like on the front page. I, did Prime and um, like Paramount merge or something? I don't know. That's weird because it was exclusive to Paramount for a yeah, long time. Yeah, I think it was exclusive for like six months there. Okay. Uh, dude, it's really good. I know. <laughs> it's Iran, uh, right? It was Iran, right? I, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Because they had top they had, that, mirrored, they had F-14s and we gave them F-14s. Yeah. It very much mirrored uh, the original movie, I thought. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of the storyline very similar, uh-huh. just with uh, Goose's son instead. Whoa. Um, spoiler alert, Alan. <laughs> Shit. But it's very, it was very good. I, I really enjoyed it. I was like, this is, I'm, I'm having a good time here. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It was, it was, it was a very fun movie. Yeah, absolutely. Glad to hear that you liked it. And like even past its hype, it still lived up to everything. Um, hey, were you the one telling me about the movie? I want you back. Nope. Did you talk about that? No. Okay. Andrew uh, was telling me about that movie. Actually, I went to watch that movie. He says it's very funny. It's also on prime. I went to watch that and saw Top Gun. I was like, I got to watch Top Gun well, first. Well, what I want you back about? That does sound funny. Um, so two people... Um, I've they're, seen, I've they're, seen they're, this movie. They're, it's two couples. Yeah. And they're both like in the process of maybe breaking up and they try to like set up the other person with their other spouse yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, I saw this. Okay. Can't remember, really funny. I'm gonna can't check it remember out my opinion on it. Natasha will tell me what, when she listens. She's going to text okay. me and be like, you idiot, we watched it, you hated it, or something. <laughs> She's right. Um, all right. Well, um, yeah, let me know what you think. It's the guy from that. Always Sunny in it. Yeah. Oh, this is going to bug me, and I know Natasha's <laughs> going to know it immediately when she hears this. Okay. All right. Anyways, uh, I've been watching a few things. So um, we started season six of uh, Not Breaking Bad, um, Better Call Saul. Um, uh-huh. It came out a year to the date uh, that the season started. So season six started a year ago um, and released episodically, but we get to binge uh, the whole nice. season, but we just had to wait nice. a full year. Um, it's very good. I, I really like that show. They have such a, um, the that show and Breaking Bad has such a unique way that it's shot, like the way they, they like focus in on some little thing and, it's just I don't know. They I th- I think that that's been mimicked a lot since Breaking Bad, but nobody does it as good as they do. And it's just it's a Agreed. pleasure and to watch it and sort of count down the, the episodes of it. If you haven't started Saul, I really recommend it, man. I haven't. I should. It, it's it's very good in its own way. Um, you know, Breaking Bad shows like this person's decline and greed, and this is it's a tragedy. Like you watch this and you just go like. You know, life has its ups and its downs and, you know, but sometimes life is just a fucking tragedy and you mm-hmm. watch these things happen in this and you're like, okay, I see where the story arc's going and I don't, you know, cause there's characters in it that you're like, okay, well, you're, you're not in Breaking Bad. I wonder how this is going to end. And you just, mm-hmm. and you know that, and they know you know that. So they tell you the story in a way where you're like, the whole part of the whole thing is like, how is this tragedy going to unfold? You know? Right, right. Um, and, and it's, that's a lane and they do it in ways that it's action packed and funny still. And it's very good. Um, speaking of, uh, funny, we finally watched the last episode of Seinfeld. We got to, we got up to the last episode of Seinfeld a couple weeks ago. And then it was like, I just, I don't, you know, let's watch it when we have time. We ended up putting it on last night. Uh, first of all, I don't know if you remember this when it happened, but they, during the season of Seinfeld, they had back-to-back clip shows the weeks prior to the final episode. And then they released the finale, which in itself was like a greatest hits of characters during Mm -hmm. which they showed little backup scenes of those characters, many of which were in the fucking clip show. And like, man, I got to say when that episode came out, what, like 25 years ago now? No, Mm -hmm. not that long. Now it's 98 dog. Wow. Wow. (laughs) People were mad and it was not good. And at the time I remember being like, it was fine. I mean, you know, I'm, I remember feeling the emotion of being upset that it was ending. So the mm-hmm. fact that the episode wasn't any good, like didn't bother me as much as it bothered a lot of other people. Um, and, you know, I watched it with Natasha and we're just like, well, that wasn't a good episode. I see why people were upset. We were right. <laughs> like 25 years later, it's still bad. It was a bad way to end the show. Yeah, that's funny. I, they had such a 
quantity of work though like what else would they have done like yeah i know <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah how many seasons was it on and nine yeah that's a lot of seasons. long episode you know 23 episodes a season yeah that's a shit ton of tv we uh the other show so we keep we have a list of we want to watch parks and rec and other stuff like that but um i like i think i was drunk a couple of weekends ago and i was like i'm gonna put on party down for you and natasha loved it and i was like oh sweet and so like our new show that we've been watching is party down uh it's on hulu it used to be on stars um adam scott's in it uh oh somebody's barking um, there, I don't know. There's a bunch of famous actors in it. Uh, Kristen Bell's in it. Remember Christian huh. Bell sounds like Christian Bell, Christian Bell, Christian Bell, Christian Bell, Christian Bell, Christian <laughs> Bell. Okay. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Recommend party down. If you haven't seen party down, it holds up well too, even though, I mean, it's from like 2006, five. I have not seen it. It's not yeah, new. I'll check it out. Like, yeah, but it's, it's still very good. These dogs are out of control out here on. Hey, instead of the uh, sofa or senators game, sofa <laughs> or house members game, I have a, I have an alternative game for you. I wanted to play this game two weeks ago, but then we had um, that guy on the show. We had um, Ziggler. Ziggler on. Uh, but I wanted to play it the week that Elon's rocket exploded. <laughs> okay. So I have a game that you're going to, you're going to tell me there's no way that this is a challenge. And then I'm going to give you three quotes and you'll be like, fuck you, man. So <laughs> okay. two of these the quotes game? are going to be Dwight Schrute. Okay. Do you remember who Dwight Schrute is? Does, is the office. office still relevant? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The, the beat farm guy. Yeah. Okay. Everybody yeah. knows Dwight Schrute. Um, and the, so two Dwight Schrute quotes and one Elon Musk. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So I will go ahead and unveil all three of them simultaneously. I will, I will, Alan, I know you don't like it when I say this, so I'm going to say it. I have parted the kimono. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> just so you know, uh, that one I started to, oh, you can't read it when I highlight it, right? That's, um, mm-hmm. don't, don't read into the fact that that's there. In fact, I'll just delete this. I don't want you to get your hopes up. <laughs> okay. All right. Quote number one, you couldn't handle my undivided attention. Uh, that's that sounds like Jack uh, Jack Nichols Nicholson. I almost said Jack Nicholas. That'd be weird. It's always um, hard not to say Jack Nicholas. I, I don't ever give up. I'd have to be dead or really incapacitated. Okay. There's too many people on this earth. We need a new plague. <laughs> this is tough. I know. Uh, <laughs> they all sound like Elon tweets. Yeah, you couldn't. I'm going with. I think it's either the first or the second one. Some it's, it's between those two for me. You couldn't handle my undivided attention. I don't ever give up. I'm going to say the second one is... is oh, you got it. Man, you have been on fire, man. I can't, you can't Sweet. get any of these past you. Damn it. <laughs> That's uh, funny. I, I feel that like the very, way you hard, said... Though. So I, I said... The first time I read this, I read it as Dwight Schrude. You couldn't handle my undivided attention. But I feel like you could also read it as Elon. Like, well, you couldn't handle my undivided attention. Yeah, 100%. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. All right. Well, let me, uh, let me ask you... Uh, I've got a lot of questions in the hopper here. Let me look at this... My, uh, my list of questions. Hopper. Yeah. Hopper, um, a little bit of house cleaning, housekeeping. Uh, whenever we finally get around to setting up the LLC, we should have mm-hmm. one of the perks be that listeners can submit catchphrases for our intro. I like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. I, I I have one. Okay, we're, do tell. we're a drinking show with a politics problem. <laughs> See, you're laughing, but I set you up there. Do you know what that phrase? That there's a group. There's an existing group that uses that phrase. Oh yeah, they say they're notice. they're a drinking group with a politics problem. Politics problem. Yeah, the Proud Boys, Alan. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, I was you. not aware. Uh, you know what? This this one, I just wrote this down, and I knew I'd never be able to say it. But since we're on the subject, um, just three words: <laughs> egg white supremacist. <laughs> what? I don't know. What like people that, that don't people that don't want yolks in their omelets. <laughs> Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> I told this is just house cleaning. I'm just getting rid of these ones that I haven't found a way to ask you for. The throwaways, right? Yeah, yeah. Um Okay. Uh, all right, I'll give you one more. This is fun. Okay. I like I like having these little games at the end. Plus when I clear these out, it forces me to think of new ones during the week, so it keeps mm. them fresh. Yeah. Um on your we, toes. Where would you ra- like what? Oh, on your toes. I thought you were saying fresh like toes. I'm like, that's gross. I don't know. What? Don't no. <laughs> uh where would you rather live? Hitler's Germany. Oh, Godwin enters the chat. Uh, all right. <laughs> Couldn't do a show without Hitler. Uh, where would you rather live? Hitler's Germany, Stalin's Russia, or Mussolini's Italy? 
or Mao's China? Fuck me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's an obvious answer. Uh, yeah. I think I'd be killed in all of those options. I don't know. I think you'd make it out of Mussolini's Italy. You think so? I would go. Maybe. Yeah, I think we'd be fine there. Yeah. I was thinking Stalin's Russia just moved somewhere mm. out in the middle of nowhere cold. You know, I don't know. That yeah, sounds horrible. Not. You've got to live there. At least you get to live I in know. Italy. First of all, it's, just geographically of all of these, I'm picking Italy's, Mussolini's Italy. Italy's yeah. nicer. And yeah, then yeah, you're like, okay. Better food. Yeah. Like Mussolini, if it wasn't so horrific, is the most hilarious of all of the dictatorships of the fascist era. Like when he joined the Axis power, no, the, um, uh, mm, what? Axis. Yeah, I was right. Wow. He, when he joined the Axis powers, he, um, they, they, there's notes of him saying, yeah, we only had 30 days of like provisions, ammunition, just anything like joining was not helping. Like he became an instant drag on Germany's war plans. It's so funny. <laughs> like, and like, I think at one point he, um, he was inviting Franco in and Franco took too long. And then by the time Franco maybe would have Italy was fucked. It was just like, Germany was horrific because they had a plan, an agenda, and they were sticking to the plan. They were having meetings, mm-hmm. you know. Italy was just like, hey, man, we're <laughs> going to wing it. It'll be cool to have a boom-boom parties. <laughs> all right, man. All uh, right. There's probably a million times earlier where I could have hit this button. You have a good one, dude. Drive safe. All right, cheers. Cheers. When a guy's banging you. Y'all let me in this damn house. Oh, how about that? Come in the name of peace. L-M-F-A-O. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron, and if so, why? Why would you say something that stupid? I come without explanations or solutions. I'm a very sexy lady. Cat turd. I will not suffer this harlot. (laughs) How great an anti-American Marxist. Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. China is asshole. God bless the United States. (laughs) Now this is podcasting.